discussion the only show on the internet where we talk about did i say the up for discussion, the up for discussion. <laughs> this is that? the up for discussion brought to you by upford incorporated the only by upford and sons you mean upford and sons upford the only band sons. on the internet that sings the song they sing usually about really deep things of speaking the of singing songs soul. does anybody know if we're ever gonna get sued like could we ever get sued we could technically get sued every time that we make a song every time that we sing a song here and put it on a podcast. Yes. Cool. But we won't. Okay. Yeah. That's so. probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, doing the Beatles is a little more risky because the Beatles hate, or the Beatles estate really hates when things are done with their stuff. But yeah. That Paul McCartney really likes to like take money from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, hi, I'm Simon Peltier. I'm Tim Blay. I'm Tom Zalatnay, and we've got a special guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Andy. This is Andy. You've been on before. I've been on before. He's been on before. We talked about bananas. We did. He's banana before. Other mm. things. Oh, yeah. I want to apologize, by the way. Uh, last time I was on the show, I uh, misunderstood the name of the podcast. I thought it was called Cups for Discussion. And when we started, it was really embarrassing for everybody. I just hope you can move <laughs> Cups on. Cups for Discussion. I, it's okay. Yeah. Anyways, you're... I just want to start from a, a new Fresh page, okay? So, all right, let's everybody turn a fresh page. Fresh page is turned. There we go. Fully. Mm. Thank you. Fresh Fully. cups are poured. So, what's the fresh page we're starting from? Which? What number is it? Forty-three. Forty-three. Forty-three specifically. Oh, snap. Yeah. All right. Of any book, though, it doesn't really matter. All right. All right. <laughs> Listeners at home, if you're reading a book right now and, and you've got a book near you, why don't you grab that book and tell us what's written on page 43? Yeah. I was looking around comments. this room to see if there'd be a book, but there were no books. <laughs> well, why would there be books in here? I yeah. don't know, man. <laughs> this is there's... a space for pure creation. No learning involved. <laughs> <laughs> is this the first learn. time we're yeah. recording in here since we put up the new soundproofing? It might be, actually. Yes. There's okay. blankets all over the walls. It kind of looks like a modern art museum. I kind of like it. It's the first time I'm recording in here since you put up the new sound equipment. It's the first time you're recording in here. Thing. Yeah. Period, right? Last time you were here, you were back at the other place? Yes. It's the mm. first time you're recording on your period. Also true. Man. Yeah, Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. I mean, according to Torah law, that means that I, we can't talk to you. No, I have to go to the mikvah right now and uh, see you guys later. Bye, Andy. I'm gonna have Thanks to for sure. having me. <laughs> that was make it. sure not to sit on that chair for like, what is it, 24 hours after you get up? Well, I mean... I'm not wearing underwear or pants. Oh, shoot. So We just have to burn it then. Yeah. 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 And if, what if yeah. you have Febreze? Like, does that make it okay? Is Febreze kosher? <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Andy having good discussions about Judaism. That's going to be yeah. the, the subject of our podcast <laughs> today. for discussion? Mm. No. Um, <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, Simon asked a thing about yeah. Judaism, I and guess, nobody knew the answer. I guess that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. So why don't you ask what you wanted to ask? So there's kind of two parts to it. It's a it's one question, but that has two parts to mm-hmm. it. Much like um, something else that has two parts. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Lord of the Rings. Three parts. Yeah, the, the Bible. Plus the Hobbit. No, that's three parts too. <laughs> much much like oh, no, it's two parts. It's wow. Old Testament, New Testament, and the Book of Mormon. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, all right. Sorry. This is a Mormon sponsored podcast. Pardon me. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, meat has to be prepared a certain way to be kosher, correct? Yes. Some meat. Some well, meats can't be, be kosher. It has to be, yes. Then some yeah. some animals only are kosher, and the other ones are, won't be on no, under no circumstances kosher. Such as? Uh, pig. Is that the only one? Shrimp. No. Basically, the rule for animals like that aren't birds, mm-hmm. the rule is split hooves, and they have to chew their cut. Right. So, for example... So you I could cow. not you could not eat horse. No. Right. Yeah. Not eat a horse. Could not would not. Could you eat venison? I think so. They have split hooves, right? I don't know about the cud thing. I 
think so. I, I'm not 100% sure. But okay. I've never had venison, but I believe so. <clears throat> right. So uh, part of what makes a meat kosher is how it's prepared too, right? Like, how it's slaughtered, for one thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a way that they slaughter it <clears throat> that is basically the fastest, supposedly the fastest and mm. least painful way, causes death pretty much immediately. Yeah. Okay. And that way, hold on. Does that suffer. get like updated? Like, if if there's if we like figure out a faster way to kill an animal, does it like switch to that, or is uh, it like a specific way? I don't know, honestly. I, mm. I just know that this is a way that's been done for a long time that seems to cause the animals the least suffering. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so they just kills them. Yeah. They bleed out pretty quickly, and then they die. And okay, then we yeah. eat them with a few steps in between. Cool. Yeah. Um. So here's my question: Is how where does in vitro meat fit in that right like if if a, a lab grew um <clears throat> from <clears throat> like let, let, let's say j- just for the sake of argument from a a, a kosher right say cow uh, from a kosher cow you then grew more beef in a lab would that be kosher well what do you mean by growing <clears throat> more beef because you're saying like you, you take cow. you take a you take a stem already... cells from a cow. Right. You you like multiply them in the lab. You stimulate them with various proteins and stuff until you have a steak, <clears throat> and then you cook that steak and you serve it. Yeah. I assume it would probably be kosher. Uh, I mean, right. there's the whole, the whole supervision over the actual process of preparing and making yeah. sure that everything because there's a whole mm. process that has to come with people right. who actually are their job is to stay in restaurants and place to prepare food and make sure mm. that everything. It's kosher, I guess. Uh, right. So, and what if that was pork? No, because it comes from the animal. Okay. Mm. Question number two. Yes. Uh, have you heard of super meat? No. So it's meat that is uh, also created in a lab, but rather than being grown from stem cells from an animal, you take the amino acids and proteins of various kinds of plants, right? Um, and you like through like some process turn that into actual meat. So it's not like... So it is real meat. It is real meat. It is biologically meat. It is molecularly meat. But it has been... But it has come from plants. I should have looked this up in the past two weeks because I'm still pretty skeptical we, of this claim. It's it's a real thing. Okay. It's a real thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe while we discuss this, you can look it up yeah, on your handy-dandy Smurf. I could do that. That would be fun. Don't pull too far. I, um. you know, I'm sure it's actually something that people have discussed yeah. like within the... The rabbis and people have discussed it and they've been like, hey, what about this? Yeah. Can this be eaten? And I assume if it doesn't come from like one of those animals that's forbidden and it doesn't actually come from an animal. Right. Probably it's so, okay. So if somebody like out of soy plants uh, created like a pork shoulder, you would theoretically, or at least... Uh, Perhaps according to, to like I, I I bet that there would be like some some uh, uh, Jewish traditions uh, who would say no it's still pork and other ones who would say like well it doesn't come from well, the pig it's not pork right well, yeah so yeah. it depends right. it depends whether it becomes actually pork or not also mm-hmm. if they're just like well this is meat and we're gonna sort of grow it to make it look like a pork mm-hmm. shoulder or it tastes like yeah it tastes like a pork shoulder but right yeah that's the, mm-hmm. like how fine grained are you going like for example. If we get to sort of Star Trek replicator technology stages right. <laughs> in what our do you mean food, if? when we will, when people when. are three D printing food, yeah, and and that you can true. and you can like assemble molecule by molecule like a replica of a pork shoulder. What is that then? Is that is that from a pig? It, the data it's came not from, really a pig, from a pig. From a pig, but the molecules didn't. But there's nothing special about molecules. Here's what I, I don't know I if would... there's anything in the Torah about uh, Star Trek replicators <laughs> about uh, 3D printing. Oh, yeah. you, you must have missed that part. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I skipped that day in school. Here's, but, but Judaism is uh, like it's a living religion. Sure, right? it's like evolving. You're, you're always having to make these judgment mm, calls. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's what I would guess. Let's say you like replicated meat, right? I would guess that you know obviously the meat itself, like the shoulder from the pig, wouldn't be good. The copy of that wouldn't be good, wouldn't be kosher either. But then, if it was the copy of the copy, since it doesn't technically come from the animal, to me that would be okay. Or like, if if I were a uh, Jewish leader, I would say that's okay because that meat does not come from right the animal. Mm-hmm. It comes actually, from the it comes from the copy. Uh, you know, now that I think of it, it, it might not actually be allowed either way mm. because mm. there are laws. Uh, in 
Jew- Judaism, Jewish religion, about appearances. For right. example, mm. um, originally chicken was not classified as meat. Poultry oh, really? is not okay. really meat. Okay. And so you used to be able to just, uh, or maybe not used to, but it was never forbidden to have it with dairy. Mm-hmm. You could mix it. But uh, the rabbis discussed it and they were like, yeah. well, someone's going to see <clears throat> this uh, religious person, like who they look up to mm-hmm. in the community, and they see him eating what looks like meat with cheese on it. Yeah. And that means, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it's okay for me to do that. So they ruled that chicken, you, you cannot mm-hmm. have chicken or uh, poultry oh, or anything right. like that with dairy. Mm-hmm. So, so you wouldn't be able way, to have a, a chicken poutine. Right. Mm-hmm. No. Or even a poutine at all, depending on what the gravy is made of. Yes, that's true. Oh damn, it has to be a mushroom gravy. Huh. Interesting. So there's oh, all right. So in the case of the replicator pork, it might be ruled that because it is looks like pork, someone is going to walk by and say, "Hey, Rabbi Cohen is eating bacon." Yeah, I guess I can eat bacon too because my rabbi mm. is doing it. Right, and so they mm. might rule against it. Right, right. but would that be like would would they rule against like, would they rule against it, like, sort of across the board, or would you have to have some sort of, like, I don't know, sign above your head that says this is not vegan? <laughs> like, well, because, like, I, like, you know, you, you can have beef, but it has to be kosher beef, right? Yes. So, kosher beef does not look different from regular beef, right? Right. So, if like that, that, that rule of, of appearances to, like, to me as a as a as a, a gentile um <laughs> seems like a like boy, it's yes. it's waived for that case right where like someone's not just going like oh he's eating meat i can't tell whether it's kosher or not you right. know what i for mean sure yeah i mean and i guess turkey bacon is fine right right so in that way i don't know i mean I, as long I, as disclaimer, it's not on a, on a should have come out before <laughs> uh i am not a torah scholar i'm okay. just a jewish guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is your like best guess that's slightly yeah. better than our best guess yeah it's yeah. an educated guess mm. welcome to our offer discussion podcast talking to a jewish guy <laughs> <laughs> huh. it's, my, it's my only yeah, i mean like like i've heard like a lot of christian moral philosopher slash maybe not moral philosopher but like People who think about Christian morals do similar things. Like, there's a lot of, like, or like Christian organizations that have rules about like a guy and a girl being in the same room with the door closed, and it's yeah. not because they're gonna, someone gonna, might like, think they're going to do something. Yeah, bad. sure. Right? And I've yeah. I've always felt a little bit skeptical of those arguments myself because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. don't presume things about people. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe give them the benefit, benefit of, of, the of the doubt and <clears throat> allow them to, you know. Yeah, exist. And like I, I don't, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that it's on those people to prove that they are not sinning because fundamentally right. that's impossible. You know. Yeah, yeah. and I, um, I guess but, like, uh, sort of on on that line of of sort of certain things in Christian culture, they're also like I've seen like rules that are built on top of other rules that like the rules that are created then are not necessarily like sort of inspired by uh, uh, scripture. So like you know some some people will interpret scripture as saying you know, you can't have sex before marriage. Right. Sure. Right. And then some people will say like, okay, well like how do you protect yourself from that? Well then, you know, maybe like don't sleep in the same bed at night. And then that's like, okay, that's, that's, just that's, case it that seems pretty fair. In. Yeah. Right. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in case, you know, you haven't just accidentally slip. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, you know, if that becomes a standard, then people go like, oh, well you can't do that. So then that means that you, you, you can't, the, the boyfriend and the girlfriend can't sleep in the same house. Right. Then, mm. right? Even if they're like to- like completely in completely different rooms, completely different floors, it'd be like, oh, you, you guys can't you guys can't do that. Right. right? Because and, if the if sleeping in the same room has the appearance of sin, then and that becomes the sin itself, then sleeping in the same house is the appearance of sleeping in the same despite room. Despite the fact that like sleeping in the same bed, as far as I know, scripturally is not a problem. Right. I've got a fun story about that. I go for it. One time I was dating a girl and I was over at her place late in the evening and she was staying with her grandmother at the time who had like a like two spare bedrooms in her house. Um, so and it was like getting pretty late. And I was like, oh, I should probably go home. She's like, you could just sleep here. I'm like, no, like it wouldn't look good. She's like, there's literally two extra bedrooms you could sleep <laughs> in. Like, we could be like 40 feet apart overnight. And I was like, no, because my reputation. And then I walked home for like 45 minutes because no buses were running. And I sound like a fool. Got to protect your reputation. Mm. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, yeah. how, what was the state of your reputation at the time? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like people already think I'm a jerk. <laughs> no, it was, it was perfectly fine. Oh, was, look at that guy. Yeah. I bet he sleeps in the same house as girls. Yeah. But I've mm. I've seen, I I've t- completely forget the context of this, but I remember seeing somewhere on social media some context from someone. Uh, sorry, some comment. Mm. There we go. A comment uh, from somebody saying, you let the girls and the guys of your youth group swim in the same pool how do you call yourself a christian well and i thought like like how many layers of rules built upon rules are there for someone to think that like that is a fundamentally unchristian thing to do i that's not yeah that's not too i've definitely been in christian contexts where the the thought is if the guys see the girls with wet hair they will imagine them in the shower and that is that is the reason why they're not allowed to <laughs> that means that when guys walk outside in the rain, they have to close their eyes. No, just girls can't walk out in the rain. Inevitably, right. it ends up being the girls who have yeah. to do something different. That's their fault, always. Yeah, yeah as it should their be. Fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, said I'd... the all male podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I want you. I want you to let you know that none, none of the things we ta- say here should be taken seriously. Oh, never. Most of the time, we have no idea what we're talking about. No, never ever, unless we're talking <laughs> about string theory or like acting. Or no, like, even then, like, like Jewish yeah. law, I, <laughs> <laughs> or what women should do. With it, their it's, it's always it's always a little dubious, dubious, dubious. Um, I'm just gonna say that I can't find any reference to super meat on the internet that isn't by the people who are trying to make super meat, mm-hmm. which makes me like That's telling. okay. It's I I don't know that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen no. or that it's fake but like what about Super Meat Boy? It's, like, it's an Indiegogo <laughs> campaign. It seems that <laughs> they've made their case well enough to get one hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars. So I mean, there's that. Good on a, them. A Kickstarter. I guess. Thing yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. yeah so. Well, those always pan out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so. like. It's like the guy who tried to to what is it? He made a Kickstarter to make potato a salad. Kickstarter sandwich. <laughs> can we start? Can we make a website called Kickstarter? Kickstarter. <laughs> you just you're just like just, I need five bucks for a cake. You just ship then. out in like dry ingredients for cake. That's great. There you go. That actually would be kind of cool. Can we yeah. make a Kickstarter campaign to start that website? <laughs> That'd be great. We could call it Cakebox. <laughs> <laughs> Kickbox. Yeah, that's true. The Eight potato salad. How much did that guy make in the end? So much. Like too much. Like a lot several, of money. Many thousands of dollars. And like he I mean, he fulfilled the goal of making a sandwich. A yeah. potato salad. Yeah. Or or, yeah. I think there was one for a sandwich also, Probably. possibly. Mm-hmm. Like that was there were the first yeah. couple of those that were really successful. Then everybody and their mother tried doing it. Mm. And people were like, Some guy already did this, you're not clever. <laughs> yeah. Well, mom's making potato yeah. salad anyway, so no loss. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I think good. we should we should uh, revisit super meat. Do our own little research. See see what's yeah, probably meat. go back and and yeah. I'm sure we know we know a biologist who would like to come on and talk about that. For I a wonder. Bit. Mm, we could I'll get that set up for next time. Cool. cool. Uh, speaking Great. of crowdfunding. Oh, <laughs> let me quickly tell you guys a little bit about patreon.com patreon.com is an online crowdfunding platform that allows creators to work directly with their audience to receive funding and create the best possible content if you best. like our content head over to patreon.com slash up for discussion pledge to support the show if you like minute content I don't understand that if you like second content then go to our second channel we don't if have a like, second channel you said our oh. it's a hey. measurement of time now I get it I'm a sleepy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sleepy boy. I'm a sleepy goy. You guys, this show is not free for us, so every dollar helps. And if you give us more than $5 a month, you get to submit a topic for us to talk about on the show. Whoa. Wow. This month's Patreon topic, or this week's Patreon topic, comes from Nathan, who says, You guys want to talk about video games and marketing hype? Why do so many games fail to live up to our expectations? Is it the developer's fault? Are the consumers placing unrealistic expectations? Maybe it's marketing. Maybe huh. it's Maybelline. Ooh. Maybe she's Master Bus. Right. <clears throat> so, that's really relevant, actually. So I'm not a marketing or video game expert, but my what what, what strikes me, like the, the, the first thing I thought of was that um, the the video game company will make the most money from people buying the game, right? Like like now nowadays, every well, every game has like in game purchases sure that's i severely doubt is that a thing severely doubt i severely. have a, i doubt 
very much that they make a lot of money from from in store or in game purchases. It depends on. I mean, there are some games that are free. That's so. true. Some games I, are free with in game purchases that make so much money. That's true. For such example, as such as Pokemon too. That was the least go. amount of time it took for us to get away from the actual question. No, we'll get to there. We're getting there. I'm getting there. Right. So I, right. So my my impression is that as long as like I mean, and I'm I guess I'm going for like console games, so not necessarily phone games. Sure, app games. Um, is that you, you? They just need to get people to buy the game. They don't need to play it. They don't need to like it. They just need to get people to buy it. Right. Yeah, but like it's it's like a movie, right? Like it's gonna like it doesn't need to be good. People just need to go. Yeah, but the, it, it helps, right? Because opening weekend, everyone will go, yeah. and then if the movie is terrible or the game is mm. terrible, no one will ever buy yeah. it again. But right, like the yeah, there's no, people, the initial peak, stop. but then most of your profits from anything comes from the long tail of people yeah. continuing to buy it over the and course of microtransactions like, are definitely still a thing. I know not necessarily on console as much, but PC games even yeah, that it's huge. It's a huge part of a lot of things, and mm. usually they're not even like. A lot of them are cosmetic. Like if you mm-hmm. look at Team Fortress 2, yeah. there's an, a real economy built around hats in that game. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I don't know there what Team a, Fortress there, 2 is. It was a, it's a, a multiplayer team shooter, basically, oh, okay. class-based mm-hmm. shooter. It came out in like 2007 or something. Maybe earlier. Ago, no, right? earlier. That's I crazy. Think. It came out like a really long time ago. It's mm-hmm. lasted a long time until basically Overwatch came and beat it. And but they introduced hats at one point, which are just random drops. You can get them. It was a cool thing you could wear. That's it. Then they introduced trading, and then they introduced unusual hats, which means sometimes a hat would have a really really cool effect, Ooh. and it would be worth much more. And then they introduced uh, the community market, which oh, means which buy hats from each other. Yes, amazing. Right. You can actually buy hats for real money from each other, hmm. and they they have been making so much more money. From that game, which is now free, than they would have if they had like then a lot of their other games, which are not which are not free, right? Microtransaction transactions. <laughs> so the it's still a very viable a very viable way to make money. Interesting. Yeah, I think. And like, also, there's the okay. whole. Sorry, I just another thing to add is the whole pre-order bonuses. Mm. Yeah. So mm. and stuff like that, where some and like day one DLC things, which if you're a game developer and you make that, you're Hitler. Congratulations, you're the worst. I don't Sorry. know what those are. Andy's allowed to make that joke. Uh, I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they want like DLC is downloadable content. Usually right. that means uh, another another story, another uh, level, another weapon, character, etc. Right. Uh, what I'll, some games will do recently is they'll release a game that is basically incomplete, hmm. and they will oh. package the rest of it as DLC. Day yeah. one DLC, which means that's if you pre-order it, shitty. then you can it. You you'll only pay thirty dollars more, but you also get all this stuff that we developed on time for the initial release, but are releasing as a bonus thing for more money because we're terrible people. Right. Hmm. That's so shitty. It's it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, so that that's. But do you think that that like having having pre-order bonuses and having like DLC available pretty early on adds to the hype of the game that's being released? No. No. I think that the game, I mean, maybe it does a little bit, but but it's not people get more angry about day one DLC than anything else. Sure. I'd, I personally would rather have a game that's complete. I pay for the game. Would yeah, you rather get the game. pay more for a game that is like, let's, let's say you like you had two games. They were both like equally enjoyable. Uh, one of them was complete. And the other one, if you were to download, download all the, was it day one DLCs? Uh, and just DLC, just all the DLCs to complete it would come to about the same price. I would right? be happier. I would be happy paying more for a yeah. complete experience because that means I pay. I got what I paid for. I yeah. went in. I decided that I wanted to play a good game. Mm-hmm. Wanted to have fun with it. I did that. I got my money's worth, and then I was done. And then if down the line they decide, hey, now that we finished the game, we decided to work on some more content for the game. Right. So we're gonna since we worked extra hours on that, we're gonna charge you. Charge you money mm-hmm. to pay to play it, right? Well, like Smash I would do Bros. that happily. Like Super Smash Brothers, exactly. they released a complete game. It was great. Yeah, it was very you know encompassing. You had mm-hmm. a lot you could put into it. And then what? Like six months later, they brought out DLC. Yeah, and because the game was complete, and they're like, "Well, we want to continue adding some characters. They're not ready yet, mm-hmm. so we're gonna continue working on it, which is more hours that we're working. Yeah, 
So we want to be compensated is that, for that. Is that kind of what um, Assassin's Creed has done? Assassin's Creed or, or is it just like a bunch games. of like? <laughs> Assassin's Creed is just a lot of games, right? Like, they but, just but it's a lot of games because you have like Assassin's Creed two. Yes, like, like those are all separate different titles, games, though, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, not that, that's a series. It's different. Oh, I see. Yeah. So Assassin's Creed is a whole other can of worms because it's gotcha. they're buggy and incomplete and bad. Right. So the DLCs, it's not so much that like you're, it's not so much that you're paying more for a game. It's that you're being tricked, right? Essentially. Like you're not, you expected to get a particular experience for this amount of money. You put it into your budget, you planned for it, you bought the game. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, you got to give us more now for what you thought you were already getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is really shitty. I think if we're going back to the, what I think the question was, hmm. uh, it's probably pretty relevant right now because a game called No Man's Sky came out recently. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited about it. I haven't played Don't it, play but it. it looks so cool. Don't play it. Don't play it? Don't play it. Why? Don't play it. Because it, this is what I'm getting to. Okay. This was a game that was incredibly hyped for a really long time. Yeah. They put a lot of focus into having like a quintillion planets. Yeah. That like are just all randomly generated. Uh, everything is yeah. just completely Proced- new. Procedurally, procedurally generated. Exactly, yeah. Procedurally yeah. generated is the word I was looking for. <laughs> Words. And uh, <laughs> there was this whole big hype about it. And... Everybody was so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was just a huge like hype train. And then the game came out and people played it and they're like, this is really cool. And then two hours later, they're like, this is just the same thing over and over again. I'm not going to explore 15 quintillion planets of just the same thing over and over again. Right. This mm-hmm. game was not worth the incredibly high price. How much? How much is it? I'm not sure. But right. it's like a, it's like a it's probably priced $60 or something like that, which right. is. For something that only gives you about two hours of real enjoyable content, yeah, because not good. I so <clears throat> for those of you listening who don't know what uh, No Man's Sky is, it's a it's I I feel like it's kind of a revolutionary like concept idea con- in okay. in how it in how it's made is is what or how it's developed. So basically, there's just a bunch of equations, a bunch of there's a lot of math that was done by these developers that has created this entire to scale universe Uh, the developers don't know what's out there they're basically it just creates it as you play the video game so they're like parts of the universe they're like as if you've if nobody's been there you're the first one to see this and it's being created as you're seeing it yes um and it is so big that the developers have said that it is incredibly, incredibly unlikely that you will ever see another player. But the the weird thing is, is it actually multiplayer? Is that a yeah? yeah. Everybody's see, on the same server. Okay. See, so that's that's what makes it seem that that seems like a bad idea to me. Yeah. Because it's it's clear that if you're just exploring empty planets, you're going to get bored fast. Everything yeah. that sounds interesting so, about that is to have a small enough universe that you can have complicated like interplayer dynamics. But here's out. the thing. They they have parameters in the game where you can find other characters and or other actual players. Uh, I think there may be NPCs as well. I mean, all the animals I, and stuff. Yeah, like NPCs. Well, animals, but sure. um, you can set up trade points, trade routes. You can attack people. You can create alliances, build bigger ships, build stations, and everything. You can do all those things. But then it's also just incredibly unlikely that you're ever going to see anybody. Yeah. So like that's very odd. Right? Yeah, that is strange. It seems like the kind of thing that maybe you could like get a bunch of people together, like yeah, and spend about four hours trying to find each other in yeah. the massive universe. Like get a GPS mm. point and then do like a Dungeons and Dragons like build your own adventure <laughs> world kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, sure, like, I'm sure there's a lot of room for stuff like that, but honestly, yeah. instead of being a real like released game, mm. it's more like a tech demo. That's pretty much what it is. They're like, look what we can do. We can create this, use these equations Mm. to create these infinite planets almost. We don't even know what it's going to be. Explore this world. Wow, look at that. And we can use something like this for our new game, something that's not No Man's Sky, in which we have 400 worlds that you can explore, and then multiplayer, people can encounter each other and whatever. Do you think that maybe... They were they were just like really ahead of their time, and we just haven't yet understood what we can do with it. But they they in their mind they already know it, right? In their mind they're like like in you know in a in a couple of years people will figure out these ways of meeting up and these ways of communicating and everything. The thing is, I don't think the game's gonna last a couple of years. Right, that's you know? great in theory, but you need to, like you need to sell that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. like because. Yeah. That's based on having enough people playing it for long enough to discover this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, people are already people. Maybe, maybe they overshot the cleverness of the people playing. The, another thing about that is that 
game developers aim too high, hmm. especially when it comes to Kickstarter things and they want to do it and they say, hey, you know what would be cool? Let's add these stretch goals. Mm. and it's going to be our main uh, our main goal is to create a single player campaign but if we make this much money then we can add a multiplayer version a co-op and then if you get this much money we'll add a completely new a new uh uh, game mode which is completely versus where we have different objectives and different Mm. things Mm. and all these things add up and then people expect all these things now Mm. and these people have basically like painted themselves in a corner and they can't they have to work to make all these things and now that they're splitting their focus from away from all the things that they promised to start with all this incredible cool game that's going to reinvent the genre or whatever hmm. and now we we also have to do this and we have to do this and we have to do this so they're splitting manpower and they have to still have an expected release date right because and the so, more stretch goals you add that's great but it means it, like be able to do it's that. another year to make the multiplayer exactly. and like yeah. and, and the people want it in that same time where you were originally promised it. Right. If you promise something in September of 2018 and you, the Kickstarter is happening in August 2016 and you it gets backed and that is the projected date for when you actually have uh, just the game that you, you planned. Mm-hmm. I plan to have this great single-player campaign. It's going to be voiced. It's going to have incredible composed music. It's going to have great gameplay, excuse me, and everything. And now we also have to do this and this and this and this, and we have to fit them into that time frame. Mm. And because of that, the part that we hyped is going to be downplayed and it's right. not, it's not going to be as good and it's going to be disappointing. And it, it, it really ruins do you. It. Do you think that that could be solved by just adding different timelines? So like saying, Hey, if we get this much money by this date or by about this period of time, we'll have the single player. And then if we get this much money, then like seven months later, we'll have, the multiplayer and then if we get this much money then seven seven months after that we'll have the, you know i think it could could, could you like because that that seems like reasonable to me sure know? i think so the problem that's definitely is, a better way to do it like yeah. if you say yeah. you're gonna have more than your original plan mm-hmm. you should definitely not promise for all of that to be ready right away absolutely yeah the problem is also that these developers and stuff pe- people get so excited about these yeah. things people they really want it we want mighty number no. nine right now we need this we're so excited, so so excited for this. It's going to be like Mega Man again. Wow, I can't believe it. And then it's released after all this hype. So many people bought it. These people made a lot of money from it. Mm. And it's a terrible game. Right. Mm. It's like Exploding Kittens, one of the most like crowdfunded card games of all time. And it came out and it's like, oh, this is uh, kind of shitty. Is it? I never... Is that the one? Uh, the oatmeal. It's the oatmeal. The oatmeal's yeah. one, right? Yeah. It's hard, right? Because you you have to start... For Kickstarter stuff especially, but for everything really, you start the hype before the thing is made, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to for game for games for movies. That's for how you get the money whatever. to make it made. You have to get you have to get like investors on board if you're a big company to get it made, or like you know just because everybody's working on the schedule where it's going to be finished on the release date, you need to start with like the trailers and all this stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. once you've started that, you can't back down. You can't make something find out whether it's good and then if it's good market it like that's just a huge opportunity cost to try mm-hmm. and do that and once right. you've started it you can't throw it away so if it's terrible what can you do you hype it up as much as you possibly can because you've put all of your money and work into it and you try to make back your investment so you can do yeah. something else but here's the thing you know? do you think it's genuinely terrible or do you think it's because it got so hyped that um, it's hard, like it, it's hard to make right? a good thing. Like it, it's, it's not just easy to make a good game. Like <laughs> most of the time, most of the people who try to make good things make like mediocre things. Even you know? major and companies, like, it takes like, so long to this. like test out something like that. And sometimes there's like a fundamental flaw that you find out halfway through, and you can't stop. Like that, that's what happens. That's what seems to be happening with all like the DC movies, for example. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you can't. Well, the you thing, can't stop it once you've shot everything and say, "Oh crap, this is going to be did bad." They actually change a lot of Suicide Squad, right? Which apparently made it worse. Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> came out and it was super like goofy and stuff, and it did yeah. so well. And they're like, "Damn, funny movies are good." <laughs> and then they reshot a lot of Suicide Squad to make it more lighthearted. Did they really? Apparently, they they did. A, oh, they made a lot of changes. They also oh. did because that they said it probably would have been yeah. terrible anyways. Yeah, because. DC yeah. likes making things really gritty and <laughs> men dressed up as bats who f- run around town and scare clowns 
not really. <laughs> I, I will be honest though; be those were really good. Like the Dark Knight, uh, like they were good. The, uh, good. Batman yeah. Begins and uh, the Dark Knight were incredible. Yeah, I really liked the guy from the Newsies in those movies. He did a really good job. It's true. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? The Michael Caine. Yeah, Ma- Michael Caine. Yeah, he's very good. Michael Who's Caine? cocaine? Michael Ma- Caine. Ma- Ma- okay. Ma- okay. Caine. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, yeah, Batman. <laughs> Wait, you have to use your mug. I, I still have liquid oh, in my cup. You were born in the dark. I, that, I don't. I don't even. That really was know. literally just. That was like the, <laughs> was like the Charlie Brown adult. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Tom Hardy sounds like most of the time nowadays in all of his movies, right? Well, it's a style going kinda, for something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen The Revenant, but he just kind of mumbles in a vaguely southern accent. Mm. Is that the movie where Leonardo DiCaprio hangs out with bears? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. where he bears all. Well, one one bear. Mm. Only, just one? Only the one. Mm. It's a really big bear. Must have been low budget. Bear. Speaking of bears, bears are big. I found out that a grizzly bear and a brown bear are the same bear. That's not true. It is true. They're not. That's but not which bear is They're best? Not the same thing. No, a, yeah. bra- a brown bear is a, the same as a black bear, is it? Not? No, a black bear is a black bear and a brown bear are different. But a grizzly and a brown bear are the same. Grizzlies tend to li- tend to they're just they're the same race or s- species. species. But they they're li- not the same race. One is brown <laughs> and the other is black. My apologies. We're uh, with grizzlies here. They're the same species, but they live in different areas and huh. so have different. Um, behaviors. So, like grizzlies tend to be higher up north and tend to be more aggressive, whereas brown brown bears, which are again the same thing, just are, tend to be you know farther down south it's and more of our region than anything else. Yeah, hmm. it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a, a moose and a wapiti. That hmm. second thing sounds a, made a up. Wapiti? What? A wapiti? It's a Pokemon. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the same thing. It's, it's like a yeah, it's, it's the Alola like, variant of yeah. moose. It's, it's like a moose, but instead too, of being well, a grass type, it's ice type. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except that, like, moose is an English word, and Wapiti is a first, Norse. I do not know Norse. what language, but it is a. I don't uh, think first, it's a Norse. First Nations. Ah. I, some one, some First Nations, some Native American word of the tribe. Well, I mean, I'm like, I'm not sure which nation. So are reindeer and uh, caribou. You, there you go. Yeah. Same, same thing. exact thing. Yeah. Just, except that one of them pulls Santa and the other one doesn't. Well, it might. One of them pulls Santa. The other has a lodge. <laughs> what you got on your phone there, Timmy? I'm B? looking up this claim of Simon's that grizzly bears and brown bears are the same things. Mm. Yeah. Wikipedia has different entries for each of them, which is interesting. Mm. Look at the, um, uh, like the, the, grizz- the actual... Let's see. Grizzly bear, um, Urs- family Ursidae, genus Ursus, species Ursus Arctos, subspecies. Oh, so may- maybe they are subspecies mm-hmm. of the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Urs- Ursus Arctos... Something. Well, that's just how Some, evolution works, though, right? The other yeah. one, yeah, like brown bear hours. is also hey, Ursus arctos. Shiny rock. Yes, <laughs> turns into. So a you're correct. They can interact. Yeah. They can interbreed, but they're different populations. Yeah. Mm. So that's beautiful. Sort of like, what what happens when they interbreed? You get a bear. Well, I mean, there's, uh, <laughs> you, get, you get a lion. You get from a grizzly. There's there's been like a a, a brownsly bear. A lot of gr- uh, polar bears that have been mating with, um, the I think grizzly bears. No, brown bears. No, <laughs> no. I know this because because they call them pizzly bears, which is pizzly amazing. Pizzly bears. Are they amazing. like because are, they've been coming further south? Yeah. polar bears. Because there's they've no more just ice. been in, yeah, and they've they've been mating with brown bears. Are yeah. those are those offspring viable? Do you know? I don't know. I, I are they like mules? I would like, suspect as much because can, I don't think they're one, that. I don't think they're that different. Do they have skills in magic like ligers? I don't. I mean, yes. Here, <laughs> what about tigons? Are there tigons? Yeah, it depends on yeah. the, which is the which is the mother, which is the father. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's let tigons be tigons, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but now, everybody, okay. should we, do, do we feel like we answer the question? Uh, you can't let a tigon change its stripes. That, uh, is it? Do developers just make bad games, or is it marketing? Or I think. It, I mean, well, I would say that it is like. I'd say that it's kind of everybody's fault at the same time. Like it's the consumer's <laughs> fault for getting too hyped about stuff to begin with. It's the developers for promising mm-hmm. more than they can actually give. Yeah. It's. You I know. I will be my most of my experience of video game culture is by what various people on my Facebook share on Facebook, and a lot of things that I've seen have been like. Um, complaining that all the that all of the Call of Duty games are the same, and then when Call of Duty comes out with a different concept, 
the same people complain about why can't they just do what was good. Congratulations, you've just encapsulated all of video game players in the world. Slash every critic of everything. Seriously, stop doing... Stop doing that thing that you do all the time. Do something new. Hey, why'd you do that new thing? You like we that old it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean But there is there's a sweet spot, right? There is, is there's there? a way to do that right. There, yeah, there is. There's Mario. Absolute, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a really That's good point. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Right? Like every like every level exists in every game and they're kind of always the same, but they're always just a little different. Sure. Yeah. Right? Whereas like you take so you take Mario and they do that great. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. game is something new. And, and they make more innovative. Mario, and it's great. Yeah, except and for Mario take, too, like, which is um, we're not going to talk about uh, that. But that that's not real dream. Mario. Yeah, but but then you take like Sonic, Sonic, and and Sonic Team just keeps like gotta go fast. They just keep throwing the ball way far yeah. away. Yeah, the they blade. made a good game. Generations was a lot of fun. Sure, I enjoyed. Um, what was the one where they're on they're on hoverboards and they're racing? Sonic Riders. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Doesn't, yeah. I don't know if it counts yeah. as a Sonic games. It's just no. racing. But like, yeah. Like or like, I mean, Kart. Sonic games spo- are supposed to be about going fast. So <laughs> it makes sense. But not competitively. <laughs> but it, it, it is to work together as a team of heroes. It's <laughs> kind of just a poor man's Mario Kart. Because Mario is, Kart is exactly just a that. better version of all racing games. Yeah. Yeah, Mario Kart's great. Yeah. Except for real life racing, where you no. can actually kill people with shells. I, I wish. I would love to see... Like a real version of Mario Kart where well, they just have was, like large things that they throw at each other there, while I, they're going at top speed. I, I remember when when Mario Kart uh, uh, Double Dash came out, there was that commercial where it was like people on like those carts in an airport throwing luggage at each other, and they would like like whoever was sitting in the back would reach over to grab the oh grab the wheel, while the other person would like throw a crutch and like that's great, <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's, that's really definitely, we could do it was that. It's a now. really good commercial. Speaking of Mario, <laughs> like um, wait, but that but that's okay. possible. Like you yeah. could like it, with like augmented reality headsets and stuff. Now you could like have actual golf or like golf carts or cart go-karts. courses. You could yeah. even carts, probably yeah. pilot bumper them cars. with like GameCube controllers. Get yeah. like a bumper car. And yeah, and that you, way could, you can survive crashing. Into you could have like like shock like you know dual shock kind of things within your car, so that when someone hits you with their shell, you like yeah. And you can like if it's controlled that course. way remotely, yeah. you can just actually spin out if somebody hits you with a thing. Yeah. I, guess I could see that being in a theme park somewhere and being the kind of thing where I have to, once you're in the theme park, you have to pay an extra 25 bucks to get in or something. Yeah, probably. Right? I heard they're making like a Nintendo theme park somewhere. They, like, like, how no, like, have like, they not like already? A, like a... Who's they? Nintendo? Yeah, I mean... Just yeah, anybody. But I don't, I don't know which like theme park. It might be like an extension of Universal. It could be something like that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, the theme, like pa- theme parks thing. are are actually quite expensive to build and hard yeah. to make money from. Yes. Hmm. So like yeah. Nintendo might be like, why would we stop spending all our money on making things that are cheap to reproduce and just keep making us more money? Mm. Can I and, just say a thing? Because since we were talking about Mario and Nintendo, yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the Rio Olympics just ended. They did. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, where are the next ones going to be? Sorry to the ne- Japan. Well, that's where I'm getting to. Okay. The next ones are going to be in Tokyo, Japan. Then the 2020 Summer Olympics are going to be in Tokyo. And so at the end of the closing ceremony, there's always a little thing where the next country who hosts it basically takes the flag. Takes it, makes a little show. And does a little little thing, yeah. Basically like, look, we're going to be next. Come to our thing too. We're cool. (laughs) So uh, they showed this little video. It started off with the the prime minister of Japan, whose name I forget. Satoru Iwata. Yeah, that's the one. May he rest in peace. He's like in in Tokyo and he's like looking at his watch and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. I'm not going to make it to Rio in time. And so he starts running and then he transforms into Mario. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, he, like, like, like they, they have, there's an animated they're, they're Mario? They're with an animated Mario. Oh, okay. He doesn't actually transform into no, Mario. No, but I thought like like maybe he like, this I don't is know. On, this, is on, this is on like, the screen. This puts a on a costume, right? This is, this is a video. So it's just like a video. I, I yeah. get that, but he yeah. could like just be wearing no, over. But he like, doesn't. Replace him with gotcha. a CGI Mario who starts running through the crowd. Just he could have been. And then like right, this like, little guy, another little Japanese video game character, not one from Mario, but whatever, comes down with this pipe. It puts into the ground that just starts. You see a thing of it drilling through the ground, through the earth, yeah. towards there. And he opens up like this little map. It says Rio on it. And he unfolds <laughs> and it says Mario on it. And he, like, oh, the oh, and he jumps wow. on it onto the pipe and goes down. And then the actual prime minister <gasps> comes up out of a pipe in the middle of the Rio <laughs> Olympics closing ceremony. That's incredible. Dressed as Mario. That's, That's amazing. Oh, man. They win. 
they win. That's pretty wonderful. So is Japan going to have like esports in their Olympics? Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like Mar- Mario speedruns, World of Warcraft. Like there's lots the of The Mario Olympics is not Japanese. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Blizzard is based in like Seattle or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really hope that they have like a lot of video game themed things there. That would be mm. so Their cool. opening ceremony is going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Mm. Yeah. You ran out of water. Ran out of water. Oh. I feel like I feel like they they could give the the sprinters or marathoners uh little shells or oh, banana or at least banana peels, right? Like on like you the 10,000 meters or something, yeah, you can yeah. use one shell. You have <laughs> or, to you have to like I think or use one, it they, very or they like, they have precisely. That, that tail of three banana peels that they can <laughs> 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 so they can leave out. I no, want them to do they that all have so to bad. take shrooms before the race. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then on the last lap, the guy in back gets a blue shell. That's <laughs> <laughs> with everything. Yeah, it's like Usain great. Bolt's about to cross the finish line and explodes. <laughs> gets a literal <laughs> lightning bolt on his head. <laughs> I want that to be real. I want a lightning <laughs> bolt that shrinks people into tiny versions of themselves. Because then Usain Bolt like would running. be like the size of everybody else. It would be great. It'd still be an even race. Was that your impression of Usain Bolt? That was my that impression the of the, the lightning bolt music. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know when everything goes just wa- like weird and wonky. Yeah, has to be music to distort. I think. Yeah. Mm. Just kind of mess with the thing on the yeah. You just record scratch. What? your record scratch. Listen to. We've got a public service announcement coming at you <laughs> off the record right now. Public service. We got some merchandising. merchandising. We want to talk to you about merchandising. Merchandising. Yes, the Jewish man coming in for us. We got baseballs reference. Got T Public. Is, which is a merch platform for the people from the people behind College Humor and Vimeo. Oh, really? True story. And we're excited to be selling our own stuff on there. Head, head to the link in this episode's description to check out our store. I take it it's a really complicated link with a lot of like letters and numbers and stuff. No, it's just a it's like a share link. It's, it's share okay, link. cool. Yeah. So, all right, buy a Hamilton T-shirt. Get our logo on a phone case. Oh, I want one of those. Uh. Purchase some sweet, tasty sweater jams. That's that. Who wrote this well, copy? I wonder who wrote is that. that? Is that know. like a like a the kind of thing that you spread on a toast, but that's made out of sweaters? Like yeah, have you it's no? Like fuzzy like, it's like have you ever yeah. worn a sweater for a month? Just like constantly. Then you, you and then you, nobody around this you table scrape has. off the inside, and that is your sweet tasty sweater that's jam. Disgusting. That is foul. <laughs> That is foul. To Anyways, buy one of those for your loved ones if you want. T Public. It. It's, yeah, it's a, a great. I'm gonna pull a Desiree. Happy to be on and there. Say, hey, all the girls who have a crush on Tim. All the single ladies. Just all the single ladies. Back up 30 I seconds no longer and listen. Listen to what Tim just said. We're bringing it down. It used to be 30. Now it's 20. We're getting there. <laughs> We're gonna find weeks. the one. And whoever's the one person who has heard all of these things and says these are all things that I can live with. Is probably a creepy fan. You should not be with this person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, did you guys know that we're on Facebook and Instagram? Are we on Facebook and Instagram? We, we are. are. We're on Instagram? Instagram. Wow! I knew that. Yeah. Are we on Twitter as well? We're on Twitter as well. We're on Twitter as well. Twitter. Uh, you can follow us uh, on all of those platforms. So go do it. And while you're at it, uh, go to iTunes and rate and review the show. It helps other people find us, and it helps sponsors find us, which would be great because then they can give us some money. Yay. And maybe you should go to Patreon.com/slash up for discussion and give us all your dang money. Yeah, hey, Tim. Man. Who's one of our sponsors this week? What? Who's one of our sponsors this week? This week's up for discussion is brought to you by the entire Jewish population of the world. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Andy. You know what? You're very welcome. <laughs> You're so great. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, we, we know good investments when we see them. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So oh, yeah. why are you helping us? <laughs> this this well, week's episode is also of sponsored ch- by part of the No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. It's... Uh, it's Terrible game, now. don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> we're not getting paid for that, clearly. Maybe okay. we're getting paid by like Ubisoft. Saying, telling us not to buy No Man's Don't buy Sky. Assassin's Creed either. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by video games. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Just play board games. Overwatch is really fun. Play that. Mario Freely Kart. download them on the internet. Man, I, no. I, I love <laughs> Mario Kart is one of my all-time favorite video games. It is, all, it is always, especially Mario Kart Wii. Hey, Let's have a lightning round. Let's have a lightning round and say our favorite video games. Simon, go. Mario Kart Wii. Tim, go. Um, Mario Kart, probably the Double Dash one. Andy, probably Smash Bros. Yeah, same. Yeah. Cool. Wow, we are divided. A table divided. <laughs> 
by different kinds of mariachis. <laughs> We're so diverse. We'll have to battle. Yeah. In I'm, a different third game. Right. Yeah. I, I, Mario Party. Oh, He's okay. not wrong. I have to say, yeah. I'm really enjoying uh, Mario Party Rocket is League great. right now. Have you guys played Rocket, Rocket League? Rocket League is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of fun. It's it's another game that doesn't have a lot of hours of gameplay, but it's a sport, right? Depends it's, if you're good at it. If you're good at it, it has a lot of hours of gameplay. If you're bad at it, then you get frustrated and give up. That's the thing that I like about it, though, because it's like it's not like you're playing a soccer game where you just have like you have the pass button and the shoot button. You just have the go around in your car buttons, and then the rest of it is like first principles physics. So for me, it's like oh, this is actually like real. You can just figure out what you well, need sure. to do. Sure, if you want to, if you want to get out of your car and start writing down equations on a little he does. Paper that would be like, so really great. Does. Yeah. What's that? What's that game? Uh, I'm, I'm Schindler's List. But uh, what's that game uh, that like has like you, your protagonist doesn't have a name and you're just like journeying? Is it called Journey? Journey, Zelda. Journey. Ju- well, Journey is a game. It's not a new game. It was came out with. Was it a companion to one of their albums? Because that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I wish. And it's like where you're going through the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By yourself. It's like quiet, and it, yeah. you basically just walk. And it's apparently it's one of like one of the most beautiful video games yeah. that's ever been made. Oh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Yes. You're looking for beautiful video games. Okami yeah, that doesn't have a name for PlayStation Two and for the Wii. Mm. Good game, very good cool. game. Katamari Damashi. Yeah, cool, cool. Have you have you guys heard of uh, that Dragon Cancer? Spyro. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That Dragon I have heard Cancer. Of that. Have you played it? That Dragon Comma Cancer. I've not played it. It no. seems too depressing, and I don't want to deal with that. It's a. I mean, so I've I've heard. I've read an like a uh, so I Radio Lab made an episode about it, and then uh, one of the magazines that I read, Relevant Magazine, made an article about it. Um, and it is it, it's more like an interactive storytelling mm-hmm. where this video game developer dealt with like his um, newborn child being born with like heart problems and cancer, and him dealing with that. And he basically made a video game to tell that story, and him and his and his family struggle with faith and everything through going through that. Uh, and apparently, it is one of the most moving video games that has uh, ever been. Made so if you're interested in uh, being moved and, and sad and isn't, and sad but also like inspired in a, in a sense there isn't is cancer there is a crab I thought cancer was a crab it's actually a group of stars yeah that were arbitrarily chosen that don't look anything like a crab no well thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Upper Discussion Podcast I'm Andy. glad I finished with that downer note <laughs> Andy thank you for joining us thank you for having don't me don't stop where can they find you on the internet. Don't. <laughs> cool. Don't uh, you can follow the show at Down with Talking. You can find me at Tom's Lot and I at Acapella Science at Another Other Simon. Yeah. At Desiree Sues. She's not here. No, but we can still we still say She's Acapella still Science when Tim's gone. Yeah. We, no, we sometimes you say apples to apples. That's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, give us your money on uh, um, um, Patreon. All the social medias went through my head. Give us your money on Facebook. I mean Instagram. I mean Twitter. Patreon. You can do Follow those us things on too. Vine. You can yeah. just send us PayPal money if you want to ask us what. I mean, our that'd PayPal be a little is. weird. Add but, us on LinkedIn, and then we'll tell you. And then you can send us <laughs> buckets of money. Uh, my. I feel like Upper Discussion should have a LinkedIn just for, just for fun. It's not a bad idea. Don't <laughs> stop. Now Glee's gonna sue us. <laughs> <laughs>